So, fiddle me this. It's been said that baseball is America's favorite pastime, and that it's tough to argue. Baseball should hold a place in the heart of every American. So should fiddling. Since its arrival on this side of the pond, fiddle music has been passed down mother to son, friend to foe, south to north, east to west, and every nook and cranny along the way. Tunes take on new meanings, new names, new feels from person to person. Shaped by local community and purpose and region, fiddle music truly captures the spirit of a people. Across America, we can hear this tradition. I'm JT, and these are some of today's fiddlers playing their tunes and sharing tales. Welcome to Fiddle Me This. Before she leaves, leaving on that train headed out of town. Her blue eyes and her brown hair, she's the sweetest thing you ever did meet. I could take her for my own back in Boston town. Balancing taste, rhythm, and technical ability, today's guest delicately pushes the boundary of American roots music while showing the utmost respect to his heroes, legends, and storytellers who've come before. Quickly becoming recognized at fiddle contests all across the United States, he has a master resume few fiddlers have ever come close to achieving. In addition to claiming top honors as Grand National Fiddle Champion three times, he has claimed the top honors at the Texas State Fiddle Championships in Hallettsville, Texas, where a regional musical tradition is truly held in the utmost regard. In Texas, they love this guy's fiddling, and you will too. He's not to be confused with the famous Welsh rugby player who plays fly half for the famous Ospreys. This is Luke Price. Joining us also is Rachel Price, Luke's wife, up-and-coming tenor guitarist and vocalist extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, should we play some tunes? Yeah, play a tune. that up. He's from Oklahoma, wasn't he? 
Yeah. 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 I met him once. Is that right? Very happy to meet him. Orville was a full-blooded Native American. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you grew up in Idaho. I did, yes. Boise area. Moved to Meridian. How'd you, uh, how'd you run across an Oklahoma fiddle player growing up in Idaho? Uh, well, that was in Texas, you know, after I got more into it. Uh, of course, my teacher, Matthew Hartz, the, the great, uh, he turned me on to Orville, and then I, he got me down to this fiddle camp that somebody else was putting on that Orville was teaching at. So it's one of the last ones he taught at, I think. So it's very exciting. That's so cool. You got another Orville tune you want to play? You feeling like playing? Heck yeah. Uh, right. How about shortening bread? <laughs> Shortening bread. Now that's a cool, interesting tune because there's a. Mama loves shortening, shortening, shortening. Mama mm-hmm. loves shortening, shortening right, bread. Right. They call it shortening bread. Yeah. And then there's that one that Orville played that I guess everybody plays. Yeah. And. Uh, Pretty sure there's an old time, another old time one too that's 
pretty different. Well, you mentioned Matthew Hartz a minute ago. Mm-hmm. How long have you been playing the fiddle? Me? When did you start playing? I started playing when I was six. Wow. So. And then you met Matt not long after that, is that right? Or? Yeah, I think maybe about when I was eight or nine. Uh-huh. So not too long after, yeah. He moved to Idaho, and my dad got me one lesson with him because mm-hmm. he wasn't really taking on students. He was he had a music store, or he wasn't he wasn't sure about it. He he was full up, and my dad was like, "Just how about just one lesson, you know, and see see what you think." And then he did one, and then he decided, oh, "Okay, I guess I guess I'll give him a few more." Yeah. So yeah. What were you? Well, did you start out playing, learning? Was it probably violin stuff, or was it oh, no, yeah. fiddle it's stuff? Oh, no, fiddle or? stuff, yeah. That's I started out, cool. yeah, um, I had a teacher that was a friend of our family, and uh, Leslie Beck's her name, and uh, she's she was great. Yeah, we started on Boil the Cabbage, Yeah. first day, on my sixth birthday. So, yeah, just learning by ear and all yeah. that. It's good. That's terrific. I did some classical stuff later on, which was fun too, but never fell into it as much as kind of fiddle improvisation, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I really enjoyed learning by ear and doing that first, you know, just, and I try to get my students to do that too, just start to learn from recordings, whether it's me or, you know, somebody else playing, because I think you can't trade that really you know you can't get that later on as well yeah if you don't start early i mean you can always people it's people like an immersion have lots thing. of different paths but yeah yeah so much i mean it's so much more important to listen during music than just to follow music yeah. you know play the right notes although it would be nice to play the right notes sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> which can be difficult it can be Rachel, you're sitting over there mighty quiet, but uh, where are you from originally? I'm from Portland, Oregon. Well, that's where we're sitting. Right right here. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Yeah. I grew up here and did not grow up with fiddle music. I Mm -hmm. grew up singing, and that's my main instrument. Uh, And then I went to college and met Luke and went to Weezer and was... In shock. (laughs) 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 Uh, And here we are, many years later, and now I I love it and look forward to it and try to, still trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've asked uh, a lot of guests on here, because everybody out here mentions Weezer. Mm. And I've, uh, I I tend to ask everybody, everybody's got their kind of general answer, but... uh, around here you say Weezer and everybody just knows what it is you know but uh, not everybody knows what it is most people think it's a band right yeah I mean I had no idea I didn't know it was a tiny town in Idaho where there was fiddle contest with all this history behind it I didn't know what a fiddle contest was Mm -hmm. so yeah growing up in Portland I had no exposure to anything like Weezer or even even old time and definitely not Texas style mm-hmm. of any sort. Um, so yeah, I, it was uh, just the whole contest fiddle thing was quite the revelation. Yeah. What's more <laughs> shocking, fiddling or fiddlers? 
<laughs> Ooh. I question of the hour would say guitar players. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's the that was yeah. the real I think overwhelm. Now you're playing an interesting looking guitar over there. I am. This is a tenor guitar. It has four strings. It's tuned like a fiddle in fifths. And this is my, this is actually an electric tenor that I got for my birthday. Um, so I like to plug this in normally. And yeah, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, y'all feel like playing, playing a song, playing another tune? Yeah. How about we make Rachel sing? Them? I'd love to hear Rachel sing.
earth will make you want to sing that song? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Ernest Tubbs. Yeah. Ernest Tubbs. Hearing the recording, yeah, of him singing it made me want to sing it. Good old Ernest. But yeah, we've all had a broken heart, you yeah. know? Mm. Yeah, Texas Tube Doors. He's a legend. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> E.T. <laughs> That's what they called him. The real, the real yeah. ET. The real ET. Mm-hmm. The real ET phone home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have written a song called Phone Home. <laughs> Fiddle Me This was funded in part by Bubbaville, a nonprofit dedicated to the educational and cultural enrichment of the Portland metro region through traditional music and dance. A staple on the West Coast, the Portland Old Time Gathering has been going for more than 20 years and brings national and regional American traditional musicians together. Go to BubbaGuitar.com for more information. Thanks, Bubbaville, for sponsoring Fiddle Me This. Hi, folks. It's Podland's number one producer, Liam Flanagan, and I just want to let you know about sponsors. If you're a business owner or manager and you are looking for a great way to get your product out there, becoming a podcast sponsor is just that. Podcasts are listened to all over the world. Podland has had visits from places like Kenya, Ireland, Australia, Vietnam, and almost all 50 states. What's up, Alaska? Don't you like podcasts? Anyway, becoming a podcast sponsor could be the way to give your business the boost it may need. To become a Podland podcast sponsor, contact me, Liam Flanagan, at liam at podland.productions. That's L-I-A-M at podland.productions. Hey y'all, JT here. Just wanted to let you know there's going to be a live stream that's free and you're invited. We'd love to see you there. You can come watch the show on the website. It'll be available. You can tune in, comment, holler real loud and clap as loud as you can. (laughs) It's a lot of fun, really. We might even uh, request a tune. Maybe we'll. Maybe if we know it or Cynthia knows it, we can play it for you. It should be a lot of fun. But some of you may remember Cynthia. She was a guest on Fiddle Me This just a few weeks back. Uh, so tune back and check out her episode, and then come listen to us. That's Friday, December fourth. Check it out. Podland Productions. <laughs> Play something slow. <laughs> something slow. Yeah. Hmm. Let's do uh, Sitting on Top of the World. Let's okay.
she's gone and I don't worry cause I'm sitting on Tell, tell me about growing up in Idaho and fiddle players around that area. And who? Uh, let's talk about Matt. Uh, people let's talk about people Matt. probably don't don't know who Matt is in the general world. Yeah, there's certainly people who know who he is who listen to fiddle me this. Yeah, uh, um, well, you know, Matt's uh, just a master of the Texas style. Um, he also grew up in Idaho and then went to Texas for a bit in college and then came back to Idaho. Um, so, but he, he was, he's, was one of those kids. I think he started late, like, I want to say either 14 or 16 or something like that. But, um, yeah, he was one of those kids that would be practicing all the time and just voracious. Like he just got into it. He met Terry Morris not too long after that. And, you know, was just learning all the stuff from him and just digging into recordings and, you know, nobody... Other, there was a whole crew in that generation that was doing that, but he, I think he was particularly like he, he told his his dad Clay told me he would have to break down to the door to the bathroom to get him out of the bathroom because he would practice in there instead of doing his homework, you know, it's that kind of thing. So he was kind of just like this prodigy kid and and just so investing into this one thing. Uh, which is really cool because you don't see a lot of people doing that anymore. 
with one thing because yeah. there's so much you can get to on the internet. But these guys, they had to go and find all these recordings, and then they just treasure them and listen over, wear out the tapes, listen to them over and over again, and and really dig into what. Well, that's that Boeing. Let's figure it out. You know, like. And nobody does that anymore because you might do that on one or two songs, and you're like, "Well, I got it. I got. I, I can got play it. the notes." But oh, good. But you, well, you don't sound like Orville or Terry or you know Major. Or, you know, it doesn't sound that great. Yeah. You know, but it's like, well, I can play the song, and so you're done. Move on to the next thing, or, well, I like bluegrass. Now I'm gonna learn bluegrass, or you know, whatever it is. Whereas if you just master one thing, like some of these people have. Then you they go on and do other things, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you don't dig into like as deeply into one thing, or even one instrument, because a lot of people now are just, I'm gonna learn guitar, or I'm gonna learn drums, you know, like switching around or, or you know what have you or everybody wants football, to be Dolly Parton, you know whatever. Yeah, everybody wants anything. to be a star. Yeah. But yeah, so I appreciate that about him. I tried to learn that from him, but I wasn't as uh, single-minded as he was you know he would it was just like that naturally like that's what he did but um, but he tried to impart that to me and learning by ear and really listening and stuff and it's cool because as a you know if digging into this style specifically I think is is um, it's so rhythmic you know and the more you learn about it as I get older I still keep trying to learn more about it and the more it affects your rhythm and other styles of music that you play. So, you know, when you hear Matt play anything, it's just so rhythmic and it's he's plays with his whole self. Um, and, you know, he's into all this other stuff too, all these crazy harmonies and Beach Boys and all that kind of stuff. So he just understands harmony and rhythm so well, like pretty much nobody else that I know. Uh, he's one of the only guitar players that you could he can play like all the great guitar players, you know, and he spent probably years playing like each of them. Like I know I saw a, a tape of him playing at, in Howlettsville, another fiddle contest in Texas, the biggest one. And in the guitar contest, there's a tape of the whole thing that Scott Sumner made and uh, it's pretty great. But he's, look, he's like a, you know, Bobby Chrisman clone. And he's sitting on the back of the stage watching Bobby Chrisman play in the guitar contest and the fiddle contest and all that. And he's he's like leaning over to Orville and being like, hey, check, look at his, look at that right arm. Like, that's so cool, you know. So I know he's spent years doing that on all, all these different guitar players and he can kind of fall into any of those rhythms, which nobody else, I don't think, can do that. It's pretty unique. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. That was You're fun. Y'all are the best. Thanks for listening to Fiddle Me This. Thanks to Luke and Rachel Price for stopping by the studio, playing some tunes for us. If you'd like to learn more about their music, check out wearedean.com. Did something in this episode move you? Leave us a review or comment. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook for more behind-the-scenes content. This has been a Podland production in association with Vita Joe Records and Bubbaville. I'm JT. We'll be back next week with another episode of Fiddle Me This. Thanks for listening. This has been a Podland Productions production, recorded at Downstairs Studio in Portland, Oregon. For more information on Podland and for more Podland podcasts, go to podland.productions. While you're there, subscribe to the email newsletter for sneak peeks, giveaways, and more. Thanks for listening. Podland Productions.